from the studio of Adventist World Radio Pune. A very warm welcome to you. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise. You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually. You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. programs you are welcome to write to us on this postal address adventist media center post box 1446 market yard pune 411037 maharashtra india you can also log into our website to hear all our programs which is www. 
awr.org Before we hear God's word here's a melodious song of Adventist Media Center Pune We have Helen Jacob presenting God's word Greetings to you dear listeners Welcome to Adventist Media Center Pune Hope you and your family are keeping well I am Helen the English radio speaker producer 
When your little ones first arrive in this world, they're most likely announce their entrance with a cry. With this cry, it makes their lungs start working. The cries after that are important for the mother and father to know what the little ones want to communicate. Either they need to be fed, change their nappies, needs a nap, or to be held in their arms. Parents need to respond accordingly. Before I present the message, let us pause for a short prayer. Dear Father, who art in heaven, may your name be praised and honored. Thank you for the gift of life. Please open our minds to receive your message today. In the sweet name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Battles are raging. Wars are destroying. Riots are splitting humanity into disarray and confusion. And we look around the world today and we cry out, what is happening? Christians face the same battles that those do in the world. It truly rains on the just and the unjust. But as Christians, we face our battles not from a worldly perspective, but a godly one. The Bible is full of stories where the people of God face battles. And today, we'll look at one battle under the reign of Jehoshaphat and see what the Lord says about us facing battles today. How Christians face a battle. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verses 15 to 18. Verse 15 says, Don't be afraid. The first key in facing a battle as a Christian is that we are to overcome fear. Fear has torment. Fear is opposite of faith. When we find ourselves in the struggles of life, we don't give in to fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. The next part is of dismayed. Don't be discouraged. Don't get overwhelmed by life. Another thing that happens in battles is weariness. People get tired. They feel like giving up or giving in. Don't be discouraged. Don't give up. Depression is a pressing down of emotions in the battle. Let God's Spirit lift you up. The next, the battle is not yours. Here is a key thought. God allows the battle to come into our lives so that we might reveal His power to us. Our battles aren't our battles at all. We must learn to release them to God. We must learn to lay things down on the altar. The next part. But God's, the battle is the Lord's. God doesn't even put you into the midst of a battle to prove your strength and power, but to reveal His. This is where faith and trust comes in. We trust God. We put our faith in His Word. Verse 17 Stand ye still. Many times we try to solve all our problems, try to fix things that seemingly won't get fixed, and spend our time and energy running out to meet every giant in our lives. God says, Stand still. Wait on the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on your own understanding. Standing still is the hardest thing to do. Next part. 
receive the salvation of the Lord. Watch God do for you what you cannot do for yourselves. God says, Nothing is hard for me. Nothing is difficult for me. Nothing is impossible for me. Next part. For the Lord will be with you. In our battles, we are never alone. We aren't facing battles by ourselves. God is with us. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will go with you to the ends of the earth. Many times, our battles will seem so big that we can't see anything except the battle. But God is with us. He is the God of the mountain and God of the valley too. It is in the darkest time that he reveals his brightest lights. Verse 18 Fell before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. Here is the final key to facing the battle. We go into the battle with praise. We worship the Lord before the battle. We worship the Lord in the battle. And we worship the Lord after the victory. Worship is the key to every battle. Battles come to steal our faith. Battles come to rob us of our joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Today, many are facing struggles, battles, and many may feel hopeless or overwhelmed in the battle. Give the battle to the Lord. Lay it on the altar and worship the Lord amid the battle. Let faith overcome fear and stand still and see the glory of the Lord. When I get into a struggle in life and feel like I am in a battle that is too big for God, He reminds me that He took Israel a million strong, delivered them, fed them, and brought them into the promised land. If He can take care of millions, He surely can take care of you. In the physical realm of a battle, the war we see is different. A battle is a military conflict between two or more armed forces that are well defined in duration, area, and force commitment. On the other hand, a war is an intense armed conflict between militaries, governments characterized by extreme violence, aggression, destruction, and mortality that goes on many months or years. We can identify with the destruction and devastating effects in the war of Russia and Ukraine. Massive loss and unsurmountable suffering of human beings. Our prayers go out to them all for God's peace and endurance in their life. Tears fill our eyes to see our brothers and sisters enduring pain, suffering and huge loss. We are holding you in the circle of our prayers. Is there an end to all this? We are promised in the book of Revelation 22, 7 and 12, a message of assurance written in red letters, spoken by Jesus himself. Jesus quotes these words. Verse 7, Behold, I come quickly. Verse 12, And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. I don't know who originally wrote this article, but after reading and hearing about it myself, it's great and I want to pass it on. The eagle does not fight the snake on the ground. 
it picks it up into the sky and changes the battleground. Then it releases the snake into the sky. The snake has no stamina, no power, and no balance in the air. It is useless, weak, and vulnerable, unlike on the ground, where it is powerful, wise, and deadly. Take your fight into the spiritual realm by praying, and when you are in the spiritual realm, God takes over your battles. Don't fight the enemy in his comfort zone. Change the battleground like the eagle and let, and let God take charge through your earnest prayer. Prayer is a weapon that defeats Satan. Satan and his host tremble when they see people of God praying. Prayer is the greatest power that Christians can use against the powers of darkness. You will be assured a clean victory. Wow! Isn't that great news? So what is that other level of thinking that the eagle represents? It's a level above where we extend our perceptions beyond what our physical senses perceive to what we know to be true in our hearts. It's as though there are two parallel universes and we are constantly at choice which one to inhabit. One is the realm of the three dimensions a radical materialism in which only what can be seen with the physical eye is accorded true reality at all. Yet, in spiritual terms, that world is not what is ultimately real. In fact, it forms a veil of illusion in front of the world that's a truer reality, though unseen with the physical eyes. The realm of the material is a realm of the snake, and the realm of the spiritual is the realm of the eagle. The realm of the material is where fear resides, while in the realm of sp the spirit there is only love. A miracle is a shift from the snake to the eagle, or from fear to love. It lifts the mind to a higher level of wisdom and power, hardly weakening us, but rather giving us victory over worldly forces that might otherwise defeat us. We all are engaged in a war, not a physical one, but a battle of the mind. What is this battle of the mind? The mind is constantly receiving different and usually conflicting thoughts on any and every subject. It is the clash of these thoughts where a choice has to be made and this is controlling in the mind. The power of choice is what is important. We must deal with worry, doubt, confusion, depression, anger and feelings of condemnation of sin that plagues us. This has to be settled and the mind has to decide. If you suffer, if you suffer with negative thoughts, take heart. Jesus is the answer. What are the strongholds of the mind? It is the lie of Satan that has been established in our thinking that we count as true, but actually it is a false belief. Satan deceived Eve in the very beginning. He took the word of God and twisted it and put error, and Eve succumbed and sin entered. We can read about it in Genesis chapter 3 verses 2 to 4. And the woman said unto the serpent, 
we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of that tree which is in the midst of the garden, God had said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. After sin entered, our sinful minds are in enmity with God. We cannot submit to God's law, and we cannot please God. But however, if we are not controlled by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit of God, God lives in you. What is this power that we are battling with? Scripture tells us in Ephesians 6 verses 10 to 17, verse 12 in particular, from the New Living Translation. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Another question is asked, how do we go about this battle? The following verses gives us the answer. Ephesians 6 verses 14 to 18. The remedy or strategy of success. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Always pray in the Spirit and on every occasion. These are still vital, effective and powerful weapons for the body of Christ today. How do we deal with our enemies spiritually? The answer is found in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 5 verse 39 and chapter 5 verses 43 and 44. These are the recorded words of Jesus from the King James Version. But I say unto you that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. Verses 43 and 44. Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I, but I say unto you, Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. So the word of God serves as a tool to the offenses of Satan. Know the word of God and the promises that are filled with assurance. Know the person of the word of God, who is Jesus Christ, who came in the flesh and dwelt with us and died for us. When we are led by the Spirit, we truly can follow the instructions given Philippians 4.8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Paul mentions these things to guard our hearts by focusing on the things that please God. 
This applies to all areas of our life. Christians must do their part in shifting what they think about God. And God will do His part by giving the power and strength to experience a transformation. The battle starts in the mind with the thoughts we think about. This is the seat of decision-making, and what we think and dwell upon is crucial for building our character. There are many books we can read, many uplifting songs we can hear, many good movies we can watch. But the main thing is whatever you do, it should draw our hearts closer to God and increase our desire to obey and to follow Him and to share the gospel with others. In closing, let us contemplate on the words of this poem. Watch your thoughts, they become your words. Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. Watch your character, it becomes your destiny. Thoughts determine each of our destiny. That is why it is so important to have the Spirit of God in our lives. Our very thoughts are to be kept in check so we do not sin against God. Let's close with a commitment and prayer to the Lord who will strengthen us to face the battles. Heavenly Father, thank you for your precious word. I pray that each one of us will know your word, understand your mind, feel your heart, live out your character, and do your will. Protect us from the evil one. And as the battle for sin is fought in our minds, may we not merely resist, but refocus. May we fill our minds with good things. May we be transformed, which is good and pleasing and perfect. In the name of Jesus, Amen. God's peace and protection be with you all. Good day, friends. We have almost come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's Word, you are always welcome to write to us. Adventist Media Center, Post Box 1446, Market Yard, Pune 411037, Maharashtra, India. And you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com helenrichesv at gmail.com h-e-l-e-n-r-i-c-h-e-s-v at gmail.com You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers. Center of Digital Evangelism, CDE, 000-800-040-040-1704 Or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero. 
Our WhatsApp number is plus nine one nine zero 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 eight nine zero nine three. And you can email us at Helen Riches V at Gmail dot com. H E L E N R I C H E S V at gmail dot com. We invite you to visit us on our website, www.awr.org. This is David, and I am Madhuri, signing off at AWR. Do join us again, along with your family and friends. Till then, we wish you goodbye, goodbye and, and God, God bless. bless.